Build Radio, Episode 8. Okay, so we know that Build is definitely in the building. Make some noise, Build! Build hope. Build life. Build solve real problems. Build future. Build solve real problems. There's a lot of gun violence in my community. I always have to be careful when I go out to the streets because, like, I never know when they're going to start shooting. Carlos was uh, 18 years old. He was gunned down when she was only 15 years old. You're not going to do this to my city. You're not going to do this to our children. We need help. We need help now. We need to stop it now. You are listening to B.O. Radio. How B.O. made me feel, made me feel like I'm in a safe haven. Like, I'm protected, I'm guarded. How do I feel about Bill? I feel like they gonna help me make it in life. It just makes me feel at home, like I have people that care about me here. I look at Bill like family, so they mean a lot to me. It make me feel like I'm smart, like I'm a part of something good instead of being a part of some violence or something bad. I feel loved when I come to Bill. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to the eighth episode in our Build Radio podcast series. On this episode, the sounds of summer. Summer at Build, that is, brought to you by the phenomenal youth from our summer media program. We learned about podcasting, recording, audio and video editing, photography, music production, creative writing, and more. You'll hear interviews conducted by Build Radio youth with participants from other programs on what they did this summer, as well as youth coverage of a special Build summer event series. We're proud to present in this episode as well some fantastic PSAs and community issue spotlights our young people created over the summer. Researched, written, recorded, edited, and with music produced all by our media program kids. Part of the program was learning about conducting interviews, in preparation for which we had our young people do background research on the guest, write their own questions, and do mock dialogues and practice for the interview that they would lead. So to warm us up, we're going to begin with an excerpt from an interview conducted by two of our summer media program youth. For our guest, we are proud to have Liz Abuno, owner and operator of 40 Acres Fresh Market, a startup grocer specializing in selling affordable, high-quality produce to Chicago's underserved communities. A real social entrepreneur, an inspiring example of the difference a single person can make with some initiative, we thank her for stopping by. Stay tuned, and we'll be back after this. And you're listening to Build Radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Build Radio. My name is Ricky Robinson. And I'm Danielle Davis. And we're youth participants in the Build Summer Media Program. Okay, today's segment, we're happy to have Liz Abuno, founder, owner, and operator of 40 Acres Fresh Market. Thanks for coming on Build Radio. Thanks for having me. (laughs) So to begin, can you tell us what exactly is 40 Acres Fresh Market? Yeah, so uh, 40 Acres Fresh Market is a grocery startup that started in the Austin neighborhood in January of 2018. And our goal is to increase access to fresh, affordable food in underserved communities, um, while also helping to build local economies. I know that you came to Chicago in 2012 um, for a university. Yeah, uh, I did. Did you have this uh, like idea set in your head to start these? Not at all. Not even a little bit, not even so at all. when did you start, or when did this idea just happen, thinking, oh, I want to provide fresh food in a you know, community like Austin? 
Okay, so I actually came to Chicago to go to grad school because I was trying to get away from the grocery industry. I worked for General Mills for 10 years in sales. And so as a food company, obviously we sold to grocery stores. So all of my customers were grocery stores. And by 2012, I was so over it. I was just over the entire industry. So I came here to go to school, to get a second degree, get my MBA, um, to help make like a career transition into other things. And so after school, I wound up at a social entrepreneurship nonprofit for about seven months. And then I went back into sales, but for technology, I worked at Microsoft for over two years. And um, while I was at Microsoft, I accidentally stumbled upon the west side of Chicago. Um, I went to University of Chicago, so I was on the south side a lot. We'd be downtown a lot. Um, north side neighborhoods, but I'd never been to the west side. I wouldn't, I couldn't have even told you like where the west side was, where it <laughs> began. <laughs> no clue. Absolutely no clue. And um, I was running an errand that took, that was supposed to take me to around Chicago and Laramie. And I didn't know what that meant. I was like, right. okay, cool. <laughs> and I get off the bus and I realize, okay, I need cash. Okay, let me go find an ATM machine. And I was like, wait, where's a bank? Okay, there's no banks. All right, bet. I'm going to go to like Walgreens or CVS, going to buy me a piece of candy, and then get cash back on the purchase. Right. See, you know how yeah, I yeah, do it because yeah. everybody wants to avoid mm -hmm. ATM fees. Mm -hmm. Who wants to pay $3 exactly. just to get $10 out? Exactly. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I was like, wait, where's the CVS? Where's the <laughs> Walgreens? And I was like, okay, right. I'm going to go to the grocery store <laughs> and, and do it. Yeah. And then I looked around and I was like, where's like, the grocery store? Where, where's the grocery store? <laughs> and I was looking on my phone and Google was saying things were like two miles away, a mile and a half away. And I'm on foot and I'm like, I'm not going to walk that far. I don't know where I am. I don't know where I'm going. This is crazy. And so it just got the idea in my head that like, well, where do people bank? Where do people buy groceries? Where do people do, you know, basic things that people do in the course of their day, you know, like pick up prescriptions and grocery shop and go to the doctor mm -hmm. and pick up dry cleaning and all those just things that I often take for granted. Um, li having lived, you know, in neighborhoods like the South Loop or Lakeview, um, I never questioned those things. I never had to worry about that. And it struck me that I look around the neighborhood and everybody looks like me, mm -hmm. and yet the access to things that I've come become accustomed to and taken for granted just isn't here. Right. And I'm like, well, there's people here. Mm -hmm. People eat. People go to the doctor. <laughs> people mm -hmm. have money that they need to keep in banks. Like, where are the businesses that accommodate that? And you start digging below the surface, not very much, and you start to realize that um, in neighborhoods like Austin that are overwhelmingly almost entirely black and brown, we're forced to go outside of our neighborhoods for those things. It's not that we we don't. Do you go? Do your, does your mom go grocery shopping? Yeah. Does your parents? Yes. Do you have you? I mean, I'm sure you probably do too when you mm -hmm. want something. We're forced to go outside of our neighborhoods to right. get the things 
the basic things that we need. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that just doesn't make sense to me. So we're often, for so many years, people saw Austin as a place to leave, especially businesses. Um, if you talk to people who've been around for a long time, they'll tell you, oh, 20 years ago, there was the jewel, there was the buddy bear, there was this, that, and the third in the neighborhood, and one by one, they all shut down, or they left, or they went across the border to Oak Park, or they went elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And so where other companies saw a place, they're like, oh, we don't want to do business here anymore, I saw opportunity. And I was like, you know, somebody... Somebody should take advantage of it. Like, not have to take advantage, but somebody should hop on that. You know, right. somebody should, exactly. like, there's fertile ground here to, to sow seeds, and somebody should be sowing some seeds. And eventually, one day, I was just like, I guess I could be somebody. I never really thought right. of myself as, like, an entrepreneur or somebody who, like, had good business ideas. Mm-hmm. I always thought, like, okay, if I was going to do the entrepreneurship thing, I join a startup like super early, but not be the founder. Like the founder has all the good ideas. You do all that, and then I'll just come in as like the head of sales or something like mm-hmm. that. That's how I always viewed myself. So this was far from my mind when I got here, and it just kind of evolved from kind of discovering the West Side and all the beauty that it has to offer. Yes. All right, okay. and you have a pop up shop. You I do. You do. You do a pop up shop every. Um, what, every beginning of the month? Or every, the second month? weekend of every month. Okay, second so, weekend of every month. Yeah, which is a little bit more organized than how we started. So we started with pop-up yeah. markets in January 2018. And last year it was just a matter of where can we find space? Who will give us space to turn their location into a full-scale produce market for a day? And so, like... In February, I wouldn't know where my market for March would be. Mm-hmm. I would be scrambling every, basically every month trying to find a new location to go to. And just luckily enough, if you talk really fast, people <laughs> kind of just want you to shut up, so they'll say yes to anything. <laughs> so Keep pe- it in mind. Yeah, it's a good lesson in life. Um, yeah, so people would say, okay, cool, you can come in and use this space. Eventually, people started asking me like, hey, can you do your market here? And I'm like, oh, you want us to go? Sure, yeah, we'll do it. Um, so now we're a little bit more organized. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the market the second weekend of every month in the same location, which is 5051 West Chicago Avenue. It's actually um, Westside Health Authority's office. It's half their office space. Uh, state rep LaShawn K. Ford has his office in that uh, same building. There's a storefront in that building. So basically we take over the like the conference room office portion. It's about, I don't know, 1,000, 1,100 square feet. Mm-hmm. And we turn it into a full-scale produce market with about 70 to 80 varieties of fruits and vegetables, all at an everyday low price. We bring in a chef. Uh, to do like sampling and demo and sell prepared meals, so that's nice. Yeah. Okay, I have a question. All right, I have an answer. <laughs> I've seen you've been featured in newspaper, blogs, and on TV. How does getting that press feel? And what are other ways you will market your market? You ask really good questions. Um, so it feels good to have. People outside of my friends and family 
recognize, yeah, like that support and like that recognition that you're doing something that's worthwhile. I've reached out to news organizations and just said, hey, here's what I'm doing. Do you think it's newsworthy? And if so, please come cover it. Mm -hmm. And they've agreed. Um, I think that food has be- food access has become a particularly hot button issue in Chicago over the last, I don't know, like four or five years. You see the rise of a lot of urban farms. Um, you see a couple of major retailers moving into neighborhoods that people wouldn't expect them to, like the Whole Foods in Inglewood. Um, Mariano's moved into Bronzeville. That Mariano's is beautiful and it pops off like a club. I've never seen anything like it. Um, And so a lot of that investment is happening on the South side. And so it still hasn't all the way made its way over to the West side. Mm -hmm. So I guess if, when I present what I'm doing to, let's say, like an Austin Voice or an Austin Talks or Austin Weekly News, um, they think, hey, that's cool. That's something new. That's something different in our neighborhood. It's something that's needed. And so they, I'm grateful that they've chosen to cover it. Um, outside of press, other marketing we do is been ads in newspapers, a lot of flyers, a lot of canvassing, um, thanks to... Um, Build. You guys have done some canvassing for us, as well as the Good Neighbor program. Um, I've received some really amazing staff from Chicago Youth Employment Program, and so we'll just hit the blocks and put door hangers on as many doors as we have flyers for and just try to canvas the neighborhood. And the thing is, is that with a new business, with a brand that nobody knows yet or not nobody but like it's still catching on oftentimes (laughs) what's funny is people will come across our market in some other way like they'll walk by or they'll see me at like a pop-up produce stand and they'll say man you should advertise like why aren't you spreading the word about what you're doing and I'm like where do you live again and they'll be on a they'll be on a block that I know we canvassed and (laughs) I was like I know we probably put a thing on your door but if people don't know what they're looking at you know they kind of overlook it so you have to keep doing it over and over and you have to find Mm -hmm. different ways to reach people so social media is really important as well on facebook instagram this interview will be on my instagram page (laughs) awesome um so yeah we do and community outreach is also another big way um speaking at alderman's meetings um going to community events, just talking to people. The more you talk to people, um, the more aware they are. And you have to keep talking because awareness doesn't necessarily always bring that decision to shop. It can bring like, hey, I like what you're doing. That's cool. Mm -hmm. But the ultimate goal is to get somebody through the door purchasing groceries. And so you have to kind of keep at it over and over and over again to hit people with with the message five, six, seven times before they even make that decision. What is your vision for the future of organization? What are some of your goals? Um, I think 
primarily the the first goal is a sustainable neighborhood store. And when I say sustainable, I mean one that runs off of its own revenue, that doesn't require donations, that doesn't require repeated grant funding, and get to a point where we have enough customers and we're doing enough business where the market sustains itself and does so in a permanent brick-and-mortar location. Before we go, where can people go to find out more about you and your organization? Okay, so you can find us online at www.40acresfreshmarket.com. Once again, that's the word 40, F-O-R-T-Y, acresfreshmarket.com. You can... Like us on Facebook, uh, once again, at 40acresfreshmarket.com, and follow us on Instagram. Please, please, please follow us on Instagram at 40acresfreshmarket.com. You can find us every Tuesday um, from now until the end of October at the PCC Austin Farm at 330 North Lotus. We do a fruit stand there alongside um, Windy City Harvest beautiful, beautiful neighborhood urban garden where they sell all their vegetables and I sell fruit there. And then once again, the second weekend of every month, starting that Friday, we're at 5051 West Chicago Avenue. Um, Please come out and see us. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here, Miss Liz. (laughs) You guys are so adorable. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So thank you for coming and telling us about your amazing work and how much you are impacting West Chicago. It definitely means a lot to these people out here that the work that you're really doing and you know we appreciate you so much i appreciate you guys having me here thank you check out 40 acres fresh market online and keep listening to bill radio To hear the whole interview, you can visit soundcloud.com slash buildchicago. That's soundcloud.com slash buildchicago. Big thanks to Liz Abuno for coming out and telling her story on Build Radio. Make sure to support 40 Acres Fresh Market at 40acresfreshmarket.com and follow them on Facebook and Instagram. Make sure that's F-O-R-T-Y. Also, great job to Danielle and Ricky for researching and leading this interview. Our young people use their interview skills that they learned over the summer as well to hear from other Build youth participating in different programs going on this summer. So let's hear as our Build Media youth go out in the field and get some insight into Summer at Build as they interview seven different young people spanning various programs, including Building Girls to Women, the Iris Garden, and our Arts Academy. All right, this is Alex here, and I'm uh, with Build Radio, and we're here with... Katie, Building Girls to Women. On what you guys do during the summer. Um, During the summer, we just pretty much, we're with some 7th and 8th grade girls, and uh, on Mondays, we mentor them. On Tuesdays, we have a community service day. We just go around the community and we help out in different places. Um, On Wednesdays, it's more like a fitness day. Sometimes we do yoga, we go um, hiking on a run. Uh, Thursdays, they take us on field trips. And it's really just about getting to learn the girls that are in our group and uh, mentoring and uh, making uh, relationships with the younger girls. Um, I've been in Build since my sophomore year at Kelvin Park. I'm a senior now. So for the past two, three years, I've been working with them, and they've helped me a lot, you know, whether it's from when I need them on house calls, outside of school, if I need help, uh, they come to me, they help me with a lot. And with the relationships you have going on here now, do you feel uh, you will continue doing this uh, as long as you can, or how long do you feel like you will be continue doing this? 
I feel like I, I could continue to do this for as long as I can because I like it. I like social work like this and working with younger kids. It interests me a lot. Uh, well, thank you for, t for your time today. This is Alex with Bill Radio and um, Katie. This is Bill Radio. My name is Robert Jackson, and your name is Kishayla. What do y'all do? Um, so far we did nature hikes. What else we do? We did a scavenger hunt downtown. Went to the pool. Just did fun stuff. Tell us about your mentor. Well, they great. They help us out with everything. Talk when we need them. They just fun and helpful. How do you like Bill? I love Bill. They are so helpful. I love coming here. What did you learn from this group? To build my self-confidence and don't care what nobody say about me. All right, it's, um, it's Alex here with uh, Bill Radio, and we're here with Tanya. Hi, how you doing? Um, all right, so I'm going to be asking you a few questions about, you know, how the planning is going and the weather and how the community is. So let me start out by saying, you know, it's hot out here, and um, we, they got you planning out here. And um, how do you feel about that? What do you, what do you feel when you're planning? And, uh, it's definitely hot out here, but, yeah, I'm pulling through. We planting fruits and vegetables and stuff like that, like watermelon, cantaloupes, squash. We got beans, peppers, stuff out here, tomatoes. And it's been going good so far. Um, we're watering the grass and the uh, soil, make sure everything is in tip-top shape. How do you think it's going to benefit the community and how people are going to come together and all? Like, by us planting all this fruit and vegetables, we can have the community come in and pick out the fruit for themselves so they can take it back at home and cook. Use, actually use the resources we provide for them and just, you know, benefit for their own. Just thinking about how, how, how much effort you put in and, and the stuff that you put in, you know, how, how are you going to feel? And, and what, are you planning on continuing planning after this or what? Um, it depends. Like, I really enjoy doing this job, but, like, you know, the sun be getting the best of me, so, like, it's, it's a challenge. But, like, I'm pulling through and... It's getting long. <laughs> so while you were here and you were planting, you know these fruits and vegetables and us, and uh, um, how do you feel? How do you feel with the the healthy part of your lifestyle? And, and do you feel like you know you're gonna become you know more healthy by eating or what? In my opinion, I feel like I'm already healthy because like my body is already in tip top shape. Like I exercise, I eat fruits and vegetables already, so I feel like I can inspire somebody else to eat more healthy like I do and like exercise more and like do the things I'm doing right now, like planting, growing your own fruits and vegetables at home. So, yeah. <laughs> your name is Michael Devine. What do you like to do in, um, in the garden? I like to plant and dig in the dirt and grow seeds and stuff. What's all the stuff you planting? Like, like um, tomato seeds and um, watermelon seeds and stuff. Who inspired you to um, to be like in the garden? My great grandma and my great granddad and stuff. Like they do this all the time. Like we was little guys guardian and stuff, and help and we help out stuff. Me, and my little brothers and and sisters and stuff. Do y'all like love doing the garden? Yeah, I love doing garden. Like it's like a thing you just do that. If you have nothing to do, just go out and do it and stuff. It helped me out more. More, gotta learn more new stuff like 
through other stuff. I stay all the like we won't be out here guarding, we be out doing something else like picking up trash or anything, but I'm glad we done all this. Alright, we're here today at Build. Um this is Build Radio, I'm Xavier Hernandez and you are James Jordan. Alright, so um, I got a few questions for you. So we are at a planet. We, we, you guys are here at the garden and all, and um, I wanted to ask you four questions about the community and how, how you feel about gardening. So um, you rarely started, so, you know, working in the heat and all, you know, how do you feel working in the heat and planting and all? Man, they gave me this good hat, so they cover up the sun for a little bit, and then I work a little bit here and now. The heat, it ain't that bad, but one day it was like 94, it was kind of hot. I just said, you know, I'm going to do it, so. How do you feel about uh, helping the community and all that? What's the benefits of helping it with the community and all? Making it cleaner. Cleaning with what you mean by cleaning? Like making the streets like clean, making sure everything picked up. Do you feel like do you feel like it helps everybody uh, you know, band together and just comes out of the community? Hopefully, we gonna see. So when you see when you see like let's say like in a few months from now and you see your uh, your plant grow and, and, and how how would you feel though? How would you feel like how many how much effort you put into that and um what would you feel at that moment? Work hard, I'm gonna be happy. You know, I, I started this and we gonna finish. This is Bill Radio, I'm with... Nisha. And I'm Robert Jackson. You been here with The Garden since day one. How you doing right now? It's doing good, we doing good. What you like to do at The Garden? Water, plant. I like to do everything, really. What lot of stuff do you dig, Frank? Uh, squash, watermelon, tomatoes, mint, um, peppers, carrots. Uh, that's all I can remember right now. And uh, we out. Hi, my name is Robert Jackson from Bill Radio. Uh, my name is Antonio Gonzalez. How old you is? I'm 17 years old. Uh, why you like art? Uh, well. I always been doing this since I was a kid, man, and like, it's just uh, it's been something about my heart, man. It's just I love drawing, I love uh, just expressing my feelings on art, man, and uh, it just shows like a different perspective for other people to see. Tell us about art and why you like doing art, and what's your passion about art? Like my passion is just to show different perspectives. Like I can do many things, just not you know play sports, but I can also do art. I'm very uh, versatile. What kind of art do you like to do? So I actually have done um, like graffiti. I have done murals. I have done a lot of things. So uh, it's really pretty cool. Like how's your own childhood? See, uh, I come from a rough place, but uh, you know, when you come from a rough place, you try to make it brighter for uh, not for just for me, for for other kids and motivate them. And, just like I was motivated when I was little. So, you know, now I'm just trying to do bigger things for uh, not just for myself, but for my family. How is Bill? Bill is really good, man. Um, they I, they show a lot of support and love, and it's like a family. It's not just, you know, just work, you know? So I feel very connected with everybody and very peaceful and loving, so I love it. Some real meaningful words and great insights from participants in a few of Build's many summer programs. Now we're going to hear thoughts from our young people on community issues. For their final projects, summer media program youth were instructed to choose an issue important to them and craft a public service announcement or a spotlight piece around it. 
They researched the issue, wrote a script, recorded their own voiceovers, edited initial drafts, and most even produced the background music that you're hearing the pieces. First up, we have Danielle offering thoughts on her community, followed by Ricky giving pointers on how to help the environment. Hello, my name is Danielle Davis and I'm 16 years old. I've been living in the Austin community for 14 years and I would like to talk about the fact that I only hear bad things about our community. It's very sad to me. We have after school programs that keep kids off the street. During the summer, it's jobs for teenagers called After School Matters and One Summer Chicago. Our community will have fun events for children of all age. We have creative people. People that be working hard to get where they want to be. I have seen artists, entrepreneurs, people working to be a comedy star or a social media influencer. And also I've seen writers, rappers, singers, and poets. A person that inspired me in the Austin community is my great aunt. She moved to the Austin community when I was two years old and been here ever since. She's a person that been working hard to get what she wants to be, which to be a nurse after three years of college. She showed me the value of working hard and doing something positive for our community. Unfortunately, the Austin community is known for negative things such as violence, gang banging, and selling drugs, which often overshadow all the positive things that happen here every day. Austin has its struggles, but it has beauty too, and strength. And most importantly, us young people working to change the narrative of the West Side. Thank you for listening to Bill Radio. My name is Ricky. I'm 19 years old, and I want to talk to you today about how we can make positive changes to help the environment. Saving the environment might feel like a task that's very intimidating to do by yourself. Many of us really don't know how much we really pollute our planet by just doing what we humans do on a daily basis. You can make a huge impact on pollution by changing a few everyday habits. Here are some examples how you can start making a difference today. Straws and cups. We go through about 14 million styrofoam cups in the US alone, and also about half a billion plastic straws worldwide. Buying reusable water bottles and reusable straws will decrease the amount of plastic you use a year. You can also ask workers at a restaurant to keep the straws and use reusable straws. You can use the same technique with reusable water bottles for fountain drinks as well. Plastic bags. Plastic bags are everywhere when we go to the store. It's hard to find a store that won't bag your items in plastic. Instead, use reusable cloth bags when you're shopping. Don't bring your bags just to the grocery store, but to all stores. Most bags can be folded and stored in your car or in a bag for any time it's needed. Reminder, smaller reusable bags can come in handy for smaller items, so produce plastic isn't wasted either. Trash out in the environment. 
It's easy to get outside and pick up plastic that's laying around your neighborhood or around your block. You can spend up to 30 minutes to an hour with a group of friends to pick up plastic and trash around to not only make the environment clean, but to make your home and your planet a beautiful place. And remember, by taking on these habits, you won't just make where you live beautiful today, but also for generations to come. Before we continue with more Community Issue Spotlights, our Build Radio youth go out to visit Erie School in Humboldt Park, one of Build's summer campsites, and get to know a couple young participants. My name is Robert Jackson. We were at Build Radio, and this is summer camp. And Itzy. What you like to do up in um, Erie, like in Erie School? Well, I like my science class. Like what you like to do up in there? Like what's your favorite teacher and what's your favorite thing to do up in there? Um, my te- my favorite teacher is um, Ms. Sandoval, and um, one of my favorite things to do is um, like go go to gym class. What you like to do up in gym? Um, like to play um, um, foxtail. Can you tell me more about that? Cause I don't know what that means. Uh, it's a game where you have to have a flag um, like um, on your pants, and then. So it's basically like flag football. I watch, like, do you play any, like, sports or instruments or anything in here? Um, volleyball, ba- basketball, and soccer. Like, what's the favorite and the best sport you ever played? Uh, hockey. That's a tough sport. Like, what you like to do when you outside with your friends or with family or anything? Well, I like... You don't mind me asking. Well, with my friends, I like to um, go to the park. What you like to do at the party? Like you like to be there with your friends? Like I like to be with my friends. When you be up in area, like did you have any ups and downs when you first came in here? Oh, uh, one of my ups um, was um, that I got to make um, friends and like fast. And then one of my downs were that um, I didn't know how to talk English that well. How you feeling, Eva? How you feeling today? A little nervous. Why are you nervous? Because <laughs> I get nervous a lot. You're nervous when you're talking to people? Yes. Yeah, I get nervous too. You're here with um with the summer camp. You're here with the summer camp. So, like, what do you do? Like, what do you, uh, do you like playing sports? And what type of sports do you like playing? I don't really like playing sports. You don't like playing sports? Why? Well, because they're a little difficult. But the only sport that I've played before was only soccer. So, when you're outside of school and you're hanging with your family and, um, you're with your cousins, you know, you guys go to the park. What do you guys, uh, do you guys, what do you guys like to do a lot? <laughs> we like to play hide and seek. Hide, hide and seek? Yeah, they're really, they're really young, so we just play it. You love just playing hide and seek. You don't play tag? No, because it's indoors sometimes. Indoors sometimes you get really hot though, right, when you're playing tag? Yeah, it's really hot. What's your, uh, what's your favorite class to take? Uh, math. And why is math? Do you like numbers? <laughs> no, because I get to, like, <laughs> I get sometimes, it's a little confusing, but sometimes it's easy, and then I get to understand it more. So you like math because it's very challenging though, right? But you don't really like numbers, but you just like to take on the challenge? Yes. Any other classes you like taking? Um, Spanish class. Why Spanish? Because our teacher is really nice, and like, I know most of the questions. Who's your teacher? You want to give your teacher a shout out? Uh, yeah, her name is Ms. Gomez. She's really- Ms. Gomez? Yes. 
So, um, you like going to gym, right? I know you like going to gym. Yeah, I do like going to gym. You like to be active a lot? Uh, a little, yeah, sometimes. What do you guys do in gym? We play games, like uh, like what she said. We um, sometimes play tag. We play snake. We we take snakes and humans. Snakes and humans. Snakes and people. What what is that? What is that? It's like there's snakes, and then they have to be crawling around, and whoever tags you, you have to be a snake with them. Okay, okay, okay. Well, thank you for having you. And what is your name is again? Yvette. And I'm Xavier Hernandez, and we're with Bill. Thank you for having us. Let's continue with more of our PSA slash community issue spotlights. Next, Dion talks about cyberbullying, Robert talks about gun violence, and Xavier talks about self-esteem. Afterwards, stay tuned for a special segment on one of Build's best and most impactful summer events, Hoops on the Block. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening. For Build Radio, my name is Dion Ambrose, and today... I want to talk about cyberbullying. According to stopbullying.gov, cyberbullying is bullying that takes place over digital devices like cell phones, computers, and tablets. It includes sending, posting, or sharing negative, harmful, false, or mean content about someone else. It can include sharing personal or private information about someone else causing embarrassment or humiliation. Some cyberbullying crosses the line into unlawful or criminal behavior. There are many reasons people do these harsh things. From what I've seen, it's maybe jealousy, feeling insecure, maybe people just want some drama, or even to make themselves feel better and laugh about it. To these people who think it's cool to harass and insult others, how do you think you'll feel if someone hurts themselves because of your actions or even ends their life Suicide is the third leading cause of death among young people. A study in Britain found that at least half of suicides among young people are related to bullying. Back when social media didn't exist, kids used to play outside with friends when they were bored, eat ice cream, snow cones, ride bikes, play basketball, and not worry about broadcasting every part of their day or who gets the most likes. Growing up for young people today is much more complicated Bullying that used to take place at school or on the playground can now take place 24-7. According to DoSomething.org, women are twice as likely to be victims and perpetrators of cyberbullying than men. 90% of teens who have seen social media bullying say they have ignored it. 84% have seen others tell cyberbullies to stop. Bullying victims are two to nine times more likely to consider committing suicide. About 75% of students admit they have visited a website bashing another student. Only about 20 to 30% of students who are bullied notify adults about the bullying. Think about what you post. Don't share things that can be harmful or embarrassing. Keep your passwords safe. Be aware of privacy settings. Strangers, 
friends, friends of friends, who do you want seeing your posts? Make sure you tell a trusted adult, whether a teacher, parent, mentor, or family friend about any messages you get or things you see online that make you scared or upset. Learn more about how to properly report cyberbullying at stopbullying.co. Bullying that includes serious threats can include contact with law enforcement. Most importantly, stand up for others. Be kind to someone who is being cyberbullied. Bullying is often a part of growing up, but it doesn't have to be. For Bill Radio, my name is Robert Jackson, and I wanted to talk about what I see in Chicago. What I see in Chicago is shootings, is people getting robbed. People feel like they can never go outside without getting shot. When there is shooting, there is usually a retaliation. Oftentimes, innocent people are caught in crossfires. Young kids and old people can get killed by stray bullets meant for rival gang members. This is so wrong because they don't think about the value of life, about others, about what the parents will feel like if their kid dies. I have seen people who got killed who went to the same school as me. They got their life taken and classmates will break down crying in class or in the hallways. There is good in Chicago too. People trying their best to make neighborhoods safe for kids who have the right to grow up. So many kids don't get to grow up because of gangbangers being violent and reckless. Still, there are so many people that do not give up in the face of this. People who care, pastors, ministers, teachers, mentors, nonprofit and community leaders, people who working hard to improve the situation of their communities. Kids join games because they want a way to make money. They think the only way to make some money is game banking and selling drugs, but they don't know often what they're getting themselves into. Places like Bill can help with jobs, putting money in your pocket, and introducing you to people who will support you and care about you. Shout out to Bill Radio for helping broadcast youth voice and community stories. Stay tuned for more great content. In the words of L.A. County Sheriff Sherman Block, children join gangs to fulfill the need to belong and the need to feel important. They want to be somebody rather than be a nobody. We must focus on enhancing the self-worth and self-esteem of young people so they do not seek out anything to gain to satisfy these most basic human needs. For Bill Radio, my name is Xavier Hernandez, and today I want to talk about self-esteem.
what's up guys thank you for tuning in to build radio my name is xavier hernandez and today i want to talk about self-esteem self-esteem is how a person feels about themselves according to psychology today low self-esteem is a thinking disorder in which an individual views themselves as inadequate unlovable and or incompetent Once formed, this negative view permeates every thought, producing faulty assumptions and ongoing self-defeating behavior. Low self-esteem can be caused by a variety of things, including negative messages sent to us by our peers, whether online or in person, how we are performing in school or in our jobs, the way others portray their lives on social media, the way society tells us to live our lives via advertising, and so many more. Now meeting someone's expectations can cause low self-esteem, whether this is bosses, parents, or even friends. Some people tend to always think negative. Some people set really high standards for themselves, which can also have a negative effect on self-esteem. Not being proactive or doing activities that make you happy can have a negative effect on self-esteem. Some people who have low self-esteem tend to stay away from social events or stop themselves from experiencing new things in life. Low self-esteem can lead to substance abuse, depression, anxiety, eating disorders, and even thoughts of suicide. But what can we do about it? Realize the toxic or negative things in your life and take active steps to remove or prevent them from happening. Take notes on what you think in times you feel at your lowest. Are they rational? Are you thinking in black and white? Could you be blowing things out of proportion? Review these and try to come up with ways you're thinking may be getting distorted. Come up with things that you're good at, write a list, and review it when you're feeling down. For example, I love making music, or I'm good at drawing, or I'm kind of others. Keep practicing gratitude for your blessings and focus on your talents. Open yourself up. Try and push yourself to interact with more people. Invest in time with peers and friendships. Remember, often the only way to expand your comfort zone is to leave it. Lastly, you have the right to feel what you feel. Take ownership of your emotions and communicate honestly using I statements with trusted friends or family members. How can parents help? Be a role model. Watch how you act and speak. Educate your kids on how the media can be manipulative, especially the way people look. Give compliments. Do not be hesitant to praise. Nurture personality and interest. Shift focus from physical concerns to expanding interest. Listen without judging. And last but not least, be open to reaching out to professionals' help if necessary. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, it's okay to be who you are, and it's okay to ask for help too. You can be both a masterpiece and a work in progress at the same time. For Bill Radio, this has been Xavier Hernandez sending you good vibes. Catch you next time. Very, very impressive. We are so proud of our summer media program youth for working so hard and learning how to produce such great content. We're going to close out this episode of Summer Segments with one last one. Here, our media youth visited Build's annual summer event series, Hoops on the Block an event intended to take back streets that have experienced violence. 
creating safe spaces for youth and adults to build positive relationships and foster a sense of community. Our Build Radio youth spoke with Build staff, participants, and community members about this fantastic event. Hi, you're listening to Bill Radio. My name is Ricky, and I'm with a special guest here. Mike West, intervention uh, specialist. All right, Mike, so what is, what's going on today? What, what are we doing? Oh, you know what? We on the block, man. It's a thing we started seven years ago, Hoops in the Hood, and now it's called Hoops in the Block. Same thing, but it's just a day we come on the neighborhood, in the neighborhood, give the, get them their block for the day. Let the kids enjoy themselves, just have some fun and play some basketball. That's what it's all about, bringing the community together for a day. That's awesome. How does it How does it impact all these kids and, you know, give them that freedom to come out here and play when they can't? It's very impactful because now you have the youth that can come out here on their block and be able to enjoy their block and not worry about people coming through, bothering them or being in the street and being hit by cars or different things of that nature. Or necessarily violence, we just try to bring a positive aspect to their block for that day. Hey, we, all we're doing is trying to make peace in a, in a block where it's usually like high-risk activity, gang involvement, sometimes selling drugs. So we just making like, we come to these blocks, bring out the rims, get a bouncy house, cook some food, and let the, the people in the neighborhood know that they can actually come outside of their house and be comfortable without something happening to them. Uh, we're here today. I'm Xavier Hernandez, and um, I'm here with Bill Radio, and we're here with Felix Jacino, right. specialist. Hey, what's up, Felix? So, um, how are you doing today? Man, I'm doing fine. It's a very hot day today. You know, you got all these kids out here. You know, we're with the, uh, we're doing the little event and all, and um, you see all the kids coming out. Uh, what, what do you think? What do you think is gonna uh, benefit out of this uh, event right now? Oh uh, well, we're hoping that all the community comes out and enjoys this event. Um, this is something that we do every Friday and we go to different communities. Uh, today in particular, we're here in this community. Uh, we're on uh, Van Buren and Cicero. At any, at any uh, rate, what we're doing is that we're bringing out the community. We have music, food, uh, sports for the, for the youth. What, what, do you, what, do you, what do you see, what do you wanna see in the future you know, with all this event going on and what, what, do you, what do you hope to happen in the future? Well, we're hoping to bring to the, to the communities, man, this peace. And I got here with me with uh, Antoine or AJ. AJ. Call him AJ. That's, that's what you prefer, right? Yeah. All uh, right. So you coming out here to play basketball, right? Yeah. So do you play? Uh, do you play basketball a lot? Yes. How do you feel about this? Uh, this event. How do you? How, what make? What is? Uh, what does it make you feel when you come out here and play with the kids? It's a big cool event because you're getting everybody off the streets and um, everybody having fun. Yeah, you having fun, right? I can tell you having fun. Yeah. You you sweating a lot, I tell you. You know so. Um, in the future, you know, do you do you like coming to events like this? Do you do you want to see a lot more events like this happen? Yes. And here I have a special guest. What is your name? My name is Rose. All right, Rose. Uh, so, what do you feel about? How do you feel about this event today? I thought it's very nice. I think it's very nice. It's encouragement and give the kids something to do, and I think they enjoy it. How do you think this impacts the community? It's impacted very well, and I hope y'all get some jobs behind it too. Thank you. 
Hey, what's up, guys? Xavier Hernandez here, and we're here with Bill Radio, and I got a sweetheart here. What is your name again? Destiny. Destiny. So, Destiny, so you're out here, and it's really hot. Um, how do you feel about the event today? What do you feel? Um, I feel excited, mm -hmm. and I think today is going to be a fun day. You see, can you tell me what you see out here? You see the, you see over there. What, what, can you tell me a little events you see right here? Um, I see the bouncy house. Um, what are you giving out food over there? The food, and you see the basketball court right here. You, you yeah. I see you looking at the bouncy house. You waiting to go inside of there? Yes. Yeah, you, you, you like all the food that's going on. What are they serving over there? I don't, I don't really realize what they serving. Do you know what they serving? Yes, chips and hot dogs. Uh -huh. and water. Can you tell me how old are you again? Nine. Okay, okay. Well, thank you for the question. All right, you're listening to Build Radio. My name is Ricky, and I'm here with Jeff. All right, Jeff. So, what what are we, what's going on here today on this block? Uh, we got uh, special events happening for the kids, which is good for the neighborhood to get them something to do besides uh, seeing all the violence and everything. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, also, how do you think this uh, really impacts these kids? You know, for the future. Gives them something to look forward to. Gives them hope, inspiration. That's awesome. Thank you, sir. Some real inspiring sounds here on Build Radio. And you heard just a few of the hundreds and hundreds made every day. Whether that's a great job on the field, or a laugh, or some music made for the first time. The hit of a hammer building an outdoor construction project. The spray of water on some homegrown fruits and veggies. Uh, you know I'm always here for you from a mentor. Bill has been making the sounds, the music of hope and inspiration for 50 years. And we thank you for being a part of that symphony. We also want to thank our Build Summer media team, Xavier, Ricky, Dion, Danielle, and Robert, for capturing these sounds and producing the fantastic content that you heard over this episode. If you like what you hear, show us some love on social media at Build Chicago, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, and of course, a review or rating of this podcast on iTunes would mean so much. If you want to take your support to the next level, make a donation. You can do so on our website or use the Roundup app where your purchases are rounded to the next dollar and all your spare change goes to Build. Perhaps you have some spare time and want to help Build on our mission. There are so many ways to get involved. Email volunteer at buildchicago.org to find out more. As always, make sure you subscribe to our email list to receive our newsletter, The Builder, full of inspiring agency updates straight to your inbox. You can do so from the homepage of our website. If you're interested in hearing more stories of Build Impact or how Build was built, check out our Build 50th Stories podcast, where we sit down with alumni, staff, founders, volunteers, board members, and more, and hear about how they were shaped or helped shape Build. Find that at soundcloud.com slash build 50th stories. That's soundcloud.com slash build 50th stories. Build is one of the fastest growing nonprofits in Chicago, and we want you to be a part of our mission as we continue to climb. A lot of people talk about the need for change. Why not actually make it? For Build Radio, I've been Benji Wax, and thank you so much for listening. Stay tuned for the next episode, and do some good out there. If we really want to end the violence in Chicago, we need to go beyond put the guns down. We need to change the story about what it means to grow up black or brown in Chicago. 
We need to make the potential of the young people the focus, not just our problems. We need to transform lives to create hope and build futures. We can't do it alone. Invest in our potential. Chicago young people are worth it. Build hope, build lives, and build futures. Woo!